Welcome to the Win-Win Situation. I am Tony Wynn, here with my guests, Jeff Klinkenbeard and Jotha Lop. And uh, we're gonna be talking about filmmaking. Yes. Uh, so you guys are filmmakers, right? Yes. Uh, uh, how long have you been doing this? Well, let's see, Sato 48 is 14 years old and we were making movies and projects before that. So, you know, oh, coming up on 20 years. Yeah, a long time ago, we we won, we did a documentary one time mm -hmm. about rave. I don't know if you're old enough to know what rave is. A it's rave, a just a rave. Yeah, yeah. A rave. Uh, and uh, it's a dance uh, crave that you don't know where the dance is going to be until someone calls you up on on. At that time, they had beepers. I, I think it was yeah. This was this was <laughs> this was beep message. Um, what were they called beepers? No pagers. 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 pagers yes. Yeah. This was in New York City in the eighties. Okay. And we um, shot a documentary, went to a club, and this is when I knew Jaw was going to be a great producer. A girl went into a K-hole, collapsing in the bathroom, and people are calling 911. He's going, Jeff, are you getting the shot? Are you getting the shot? <laughs> but somebody was calling 911. Don't worry about that. Yeah, sure. I mean, she didn't make it. <laughs> no, I don't know if she did or not. <laughs> so that was the first project then? Among guys, the first, and we we wrote that was one of the memorable ones. I don't know. I don't think that was the yeah. first one. That was memorable. That and we've had plays produced in New York and Los Angeles, and short, we had a short film at Sundance. So you guys have been all all over the world. Yeah, we've been Mostly all over the, the country. Um, yeah, yeah, we've done it. So yeah, it's Sato. We did uh, as you know, Sato Forty Eight, the film challenge. It's fourteen years old. Uh, we've done a Forty Eight challenge on our own. A year before Seder, when we Seder started, you know, Seder 48, it's not, uh, the, me, the 48 Film Challenge, it's not something new. It's been around for a long, long time, I believe. It started somewhere in England a long time ago, a while back, and it's all over. Uh, but it came about because you know, we were talking earlier about the, the affordability of equipment, and not just equipment, but good equipment. So, you know, people could do things in 48 hours and the editing and the um, just the sweetening and all the tools are in place that people can make an interesting project in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Now, you guys, I assume you guys participated in the 48 hour film challenge. Yes, yeah, we did we one did. in New York and it was very exciting. We were the writers and, and I was the assistant editor. And when we came back to Springfield, I, I graduated from Glendale to you know for Christmas uh, Bucky Bowman was talking to us and he said what's going on and we told him what we you know this project and he goes kid you know uh, film is heating up in Springfield this was at the same time that the what was then called the Missouri Film Alliance was also having their ad hoc meetings so he said you should um, you should do this you know make make a version of it here so we had we had some ideas based on having done that ways we would improve it and expand on it and we wrote a grant to the Community Foundation of the Ozarks, and they gave us our first seed money. And that very first year, Jaw said, if we get 15 teams, we'll, we'll feel like this is a success. We had 35 people sign up, and we were like, okay. There's a little bit of a hunger here for something like this. Then the next year it was 50, and then 70, and then for the past, I don't know how many years, it's been 80, or more, and sometimes a hundred or more teams that sign up. Yeah. So people are really excited about proving themselves and in a real world setting because it's, you know, it's not loosey goosey. You have to turn in your film on time and there are certain criteria and 
we don't judge the films, but we, we pick people who do. And the guy who does the cutoff, he doesn't like kids. No job. What? He doesn't. So <laughs> you're not, not going to get passed on him if you're late. No, no, no. <clears throat> he doesn't hate them. He just doesn't like them. No, no. No, we're very strict at time. At least, you know, if anything, there's a time limit for something, and if you have to get in on time. And um, he likes kids. He, he doesn't know anyone, which is good, so he's not emotionally attached to anyone. Yeah. So it's easy for him to say, you're, all right. you're out by two seconds. Sometimes it's two seconds. We've seen grown men cry because they've been up for 48 hours, so they're very, very vulnerable. It's hilarious. So kind of walk us through for somebody who hasn't done 40, uh, the SATA 48 or any type of film challenge, like what, what, what is the beginning to end? What, what is that like? Yeah. Well, for us, it's 48 hour starts on Friday. Is that what you Before you get into the, but I want to talk first about his vision. Mm -hmm. His idea was, I want somebody on a particular moment with nothing but their talent, and their drive and their team to make something. And then six to seven weeks later, be standing on the stage at an award ceremony and getting a cash prize, a statuette, an acceptance speech and showing their work to an audience that's crying or laughing or gasping or whatever it is the intention of the film is. And that really was what everything else grew out of. And so that's why the entrance fee is so low because we want to throw the net wide. I mean, people get two free tickets to the Moxie screenings and two free tickets to the awards ceremony and we often hand out Cardinals tickets. So if you play your cards right, you can make money mm. doing Sato 48. But now, so, but, the, but the particulars are, obviously pre-production. People can get their cast and their locations. They can please know your equipment, know your editing, know how long it ex takes to export something and in what format. But then the kickoff is where the inspiration package is opened. Yeah, right. And that yeah. can be anything. It can be things you must include in your film, things that you can't do. Right, just a little recap a little bit back. When the filmmakers make this within the 48 hours after that, they get exposed, not only locally, but nationally and internationally. And we get back to that, we'll get to that in a minute. Right, so the kickoff happens. The filmmakers open the envelope all at the same time. And people compete from around the world and around the country. So there's, you know, we're streaming it on Facebook Live and we, we, we send it out in an email at the same moment that it's, that it's opened at the venue where we're having the kickoff. And then everybody, looks at it and is shocked and thinks, oh, darn, I can't do my idea that I walked in the door with. I'm going to have to do whatever this is. And then they ask a few questions, and we usually don't answer them <laughs> because it's like, make a choice, make a choice. And then they go off for two days, 48 hours, and it's writing, shooting, editing, sweetening, creating graphics, music. Some people have musicians that are composing over that two days to their film. And then they turn them in on Sunday, exactly 48 hours later, uh, no longer than five minutes. We watch all the films. We don't judge them, but we watch them. We group them together and they're screened at the Moxie. And here's another thing that is a little um, unique. We give every film three screenings. And people say, why? Well, it's because the people who are participate in Sato 48 are ambitious. So they're usually in school or in some kind of training. They usually have a family or some kind of life. Then they work 
and they're pursuing this dream of, you know, telling stories with sound and picture. And so we need three different options for them and their friends, family, fans, and followers to come and see the movies. Hmm. So do you want to talk about the selection committee members? Yes, selection committee uh, usually they're a representative of the community from every aspect of the community. It could be from a banker to a housewife or someone who's uh, enthusiastic about going to the movies, who likes movies. So it varies. And General the, public. The thinking behind this is movies are a mass medium. I mean, you, you need to appeal to a broad audience. So the first criteria is, uh, as Joe was saying, different people from the community. Then they're, they're prompted or trained or given guidelines for the disciplines that they're watching the films through. And they sit in the audience, and these people watch every single Sato 48 film. Oh, the selection committee members then come to us with their judging. We have an app, and they each uh, criteria like cinematography or acting or editing, screenplay writing, they have an app, and it's got five criteria on it, and they move a little slider and then hit submit. And then we take that, that data, and we say, okay, these are the top 10 films based on what the selection committee member said for cinematography. There are 12 categories, basically Academy Award style. Yeah. Those then, those 10 films in each of the categories include the international judges around the world who are experts in that field. They look at the 10 and say, of the 10 you showed us, these are the top five, this is the runner up, this is the winner. And that's what becomes the award ceremony then, which we just, finished on Thursday, May 16. And so there's, you know, red carpet, there's the step and repeat, there's the statuette that's so heavy it goes like that when you take it, cash prizes, acceptance speeches, and we show the winning films. Yeah. The other thing that's going on, because this event is so complicated, and we love it because of that, are there are prizes separate from awards, and this is where the community gets more involved. Do you want to talk about the prizes? Okay, so what the prizes are... <laughs> no, go ahead, you talk. No, go ahead. You're no, good. you talk. You're, you're no, you go ahead. <laughs> go. Okay, so the prizes... No, no, I'll go. The prizes are anything somebody wants. We have a friend who wants to see uh, pets or animals positively portrayed. So she has the best portrayal of a pet or animal prize. Somebody else, for example, Alamo Draft House, they have a recommends stamp that they put on feature films that they think are sort of outside the, the mainstream that people should know about. This year they had an Al Alamo Draft House Recommends prize and they watched all the films and then made their selections. And then this also gets back to the selection committee member uh, philosophy. So we also have a businessman for the very first time who enjoyed us about what two years ago. Mm -hmm. His prize is called Prime for Development. Hmm. Yeah, so that, that? that comes with a $500 cash prize. And this is where the filmmakers have to give a 48-second pitch about why their short film could become a longer uh, piece, whether it's a feature or a web series or whatever they decide to pitch. And then the pitch plus the film is what's determined as to whether or not who's going to win that prize. And then it doesn't stop there. The films, you know, people submit them to film festivals. Well, also with the project, we yeah. have um, different production companies who want to work <clears throat> with us. 
So they come up with their projects as well, acting companies? Yeah. This year, have? Springfield Creatives gave a Best Opening and Closing Credits Prize, which is a fun angle because, you know, that, that's the exciting thing about filmmaking is if you're an accountant, we need you because somebody's got to stay on budget and stay on time. Yeah. If you're just some creative wackadoo, we need you, because that's the kind of energy that we want in front of the camera, maybe. Um, if you are good with electricity, if you're good with sound, if you love paperwork, please, you know, be a part of this, because it's such a complicated medium, and to be great moment after moment after moment after moment is a challenge, but that's what people walk away remembering, and they become classics, and they use these films as calling cards because you can sit across from a producer and say, look, proof I can shoot well quickly. I did this in 48 hours and I didn't even know what it was going to be at the beginning of that 48 hours. So is it about time for Tony to ask a second question? <laughs> so what, what's, what's been the feedback in terms of the, the filmmakers participating in, in, in your guys' uh, uh, challenge? Well, it's been very good. Uh, a lot of have afterlife. Um, a lot of positive meaning. Um, I want to talk about the family that he's able to have a family that he has now because of his successes. And a lot of business production companies have started out with Seto 48. Now they have their own production companies going. Very, very successful. Yeah, we got an email from Hype Media saying we didn't have anything going on except again our talent and our desire and our eagerness. We participated in SATA 48, they won some awards, and that gave, that gave them the, the confidence to start their own business. And now they're doing the graphics for the Cardinals, and I mean, it's just a really great thing. But I'll tell you, the, the most interesting comment that we get over and over and over is filmmakers do it, and then they say, oh, I'm going to do it next year because I'm going to do this better. I'm going to do that better. This again, this ambition that they have mm -hmm. to improve. And uh, we had some. We were talking to somebody yesterday, and they said, you know, the award ceremony is great because you see these wonderful films. At the Moxie, you know, it's a, a mixed bag, and that's fine because mm -hmm. it is a community event, and you deserve to have your film shown if you participate. But the real crucible, the real reason behind Moxie is. So you can sit there with an audience and go, oh, I, that, oh, I see that misstep. Oh, mm -hmm. that, mm, that didn't get the laugh we thought. Or that wasn't really scary. That was awkward. Hey, I should actually hire a fight uh, coordinator because this looks fake. Yeah. And realizing that in a real setting, in a real theater with a real audience makes you go, okay, next year, doing it better, doing it different. And that's then how you get to an evening of 15 great short films that are just in all the different genres and the audience comes out thinking, wow, this is fantastic. That's how you get there, through that process of improving. And they want to improve. Yeah, well, it seems like you guys are definitely helping. Um, I think one of the biggest things about filmmaking in general is just getting started. And you guys are like, hey, here's an event. You can you can start here. And obviously you said that you know, you're, you're networking, you're meeting people that you haven't before and everything like that. So it seems like, uh, you know, just, just having this event seems to really like push people towards you know, like uh, pursuing your dream or a potential dream. Getting a product out, that's the most important thing. On time. The other thing I want to talk about is matchup because not everybody wants to spearhead a team, 
But we come, people were coming up to us saying, I want to participate in Seder 48. I want to be on a team. How do I do that? So we created MatchUp, which is a very simple process. You go to the website, click on MatchUp. It takes you to a Google Sheets a questionnaire where you say, I want to join a team or I have a team and I'm looking for this kind of person, whether it's an editor or an actor or a production assistant. Fill out a short form and submit it. And then the Excel sheet comes up and you go, okay, look, this person and this person, this person is looking for writers and I'm a writer, so I'm gonna contact them. Or the filmmaker says, ah, here's an actress and here's the link to a reel and wow, she's exactly what I'm looking for or close or I just wanna see if she's gonna be available on that weekend. So it's just another way to bring more people into the fold, into the mix and then that just raises the excitement level overall and you stay relevant that way because this town you know, it has a lot of turnover because of the universities. Mm -hmm. So every year there's a whole new crop of people and you want to stay relevant to them and you need to be, be a, make them aware of you. So like our awareness campaign almost always starts from square one each year because there are so many new people. So we're talking about all the, the positives mm -hmm. on this. What, what have been the, the, the cons, the, the pros? What, what are the cons of, of, of doing this? What, what have, well, what have you I have to work across? with Jaw. That's the first big drawback because he doesn't let me speak. I have to really you know, hide my light under a barrel. Well, Tony didn't finish what were the cons were. I'm trying to think of cons. So what, what kind of cons are you looking for? Well, <laughs> I okay. don't see any cons yet, so. <laughs> sure. Well. Okay, so you talked about you know the filmmaker sitting there at the at, at the Galois and, and or or the Moxie and mm -hmm. seeing okay I could have done this better I could have done this better. You guys have done it for fourteen years. Do you think you guys are definitely like you're doing it perfectly? No. Oh, people say that to us. They go, well, fourteen years. You must have this down pat. No, no, no. Because to stay relevant, you have to keep adding new things. You have to keep our. We start every year thinking the filmmaker who had won six prizes or six awards last year, we want them to say, oh, Sato 48 this year is so cool. There's so many new elements. There's so much access and networking and opportunities from cash prizes to this, that, and the other thing. I cannot not do it. So that means whole new, you know, you change one thing and it just ripples throughout. So I, that's not really a con. Right. It's just more we have to challenge. be and more of a challenge. Yeah, that's our joke. It's a challenge for the filmmakers for two days. All the rest of the time, it's a challenge for us gotcha. to make sure we pull it off and and give an experience to the filmmakers and the audience that they deserve based on the level of their talent and, and commitment, which is very, very high. Yeah, there are certain things that we will like to happen, it hasn't happened. I, I don't think uh, we take it as a uh, con, we take it more of a challenge. And try to understand why it, didn't, it doesn't happen or yeah, it didn't happen. And it, you know, it's a complicated event because people say, well, when is it? Well, it's not like you know, something that happens on a particular night like a prom or a graduation. It's, it's, well, who are you? If you're a filmmaker, then it happens Prior to the kickoff, when you register, it happens at the kickoff, it happens at the moxie, and it happens at the award ceremony. If you like short films and want to just see a range of, 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 of responses, whether they're you know, in the lower third or the upper third, you come to the moxie, right? Or if you just say, I just want a night out that's fun and festive and see the best of, well, then you go to the award ceremony. 
So there's a complicated flow through it, um, and that is again is a challenge to communicate with the right audience uh, in terms of the, what 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 would appeal to them, because it's not always the same. Now for the filmmakers, it's always the same, obviously, because mm -hmm. they're like they have a vested interest at every moment. But a regular audience doesn't. Yeah. You know, the, the Moxie is more like a, f a film festival mm -hmm. where you see lots of different pieces over a wide range. The, the award ceremony is more like an award ceremony. You know, it's yeah. uh, got all those trappings. And that's, those are different audiences. Now, do you, when you guys are putting out the, the films to the, the various judges, do you guys also get, like, feedback in terms of, like, uh, I suppose similar to like test screenings of like, oh, I wish this had happened mm -hmm. or this and that. Like, do you guys have all of that as well? Oh yeah, we from almost every judge, we always get some kind of feedback. And again, they're busy in their own professionals and schedules as well. You know, we're very appreciative of what time that they give us to watch these films. Yeah, so why don't you tell them he has them? Go ahead, Jeff. Tell them a few of the positives. Oh, uh, oh, is it time my turn to speak? Finally. <laughs> Gab, gab, gab. The filmmakers, I mean, the, uh, the, the international judges are often, first of all, very positive. They say, where is Springfield, Missouri? Where are all these great films coming from? A lot of times they say, can we pick two number ones? We're like, no, that's not your job. Your job is to decide one way or the other. Uh, but then they're also very um, honest with us. For example, this year, uh, one of the international judges uh, around editing said, I noticed that the action sequences were very, very tight and very creative. The dialogue sequences, though, in many cases, fell flat because they really weren't giving those the attention that they should have because the, the energy would la flag a little bit during a dialogue. That was one of his insights. Um, uh, sometimes with regard to sound, which as we know is so complicated, mm -hmm. they'll, you know, kind of bristle a little bit if there's too much wind noise or, you know, if it's clear that maybe the mix isn't quite right, like you can't hear the dialogue, the music is too loud, that's often the one. Sure. So we'll get those kinds of feedback. But overall, they are very enthusiastic about watching the movies because they get a kick out of them because they're good yeah. and they're interesting. And the production quality is so good they feel like they're watching in the cinema. Oh yeah, our Parisian uh, filmmakers, I mean uh, international judges, they say that. So we felt like we were watching in sitting in cinema, watching a real feature film. And we heard that feedback from the award ceremony just, just a couple of days ago from somebody who attended. Yeah. Now going back to you asked about cons, <coughs> it, it's more of a challenge, like I said, it's a challenge. The challenge that we're facing. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about some of our family members. Uh, right. Go ahead. The challenge <laughs> that we <laughs> have, we face. With, I think probably this is true with any art uh, community, art uh, arts is, is that getting support. Hmm. That's been our biggest challenge to get non-filmmakers to come and support the filmmakers. That is a very challenging thing to do, and we're hoping we can find solutions for that. Hopefully, with many filmmakers coming and they could bring their families and they'll know about it and they get support from their family and friends so then so that way the art community is will thrive and a little more integrated with the business community now that's gotten much better 14 years ago the business community just saw the arts community is like oh that's a cost center now everybody realizes again you have to be creative to reach you know the 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 key demographics um, you know, you have to be entertaining and you, you, it can't be a hard sell. There's, you know, there's a lot of things going on that have just changed in 14 years. 
And so that we see a, a, a corner being turned for the business community. They, they, they know they need this. They're a little frightened of it because we were talking with a, a banker friend of ours and, and he was going, gosh, you created people, you think so differently. And I said, yeah, because we're not making widgets. It has to be new. It has to be different. And that means you're inviting risk mm -hmm. because if you're doing the same old thing, people are not going to respond to it. And yet if you're doing something new, there's no guarantee that it will work. Yeah. And so that, that balance is, is tricky. And so that would be, not, again, not a con, but something we always have in the back of our minds when we go to businesses and say, look, this is a great demographic to go for. It's not only that those young and young at heart people that you're looking for, but they bring their families friends, fans, and followers to the Moxie and to the awards ceremony. So you're getting them and then you're getting the demographic that slides on both sides of them. Their younger siblings, their parents and grandparents. So it's a nice wide range of people that you're reaching. Yeah, and there's definitely, the, uh, it's an invisible radius that, that radiates out that you can't see or it's not tangible, but it is there, mm -hmm. it's quite wide. And th that's a part, a lot of business people, they like to do black and white numbers, this, this, is that, but they don't see the potential uh, possibility. It's very rare for a business person to see that, mm -hmm. the, the possibility of what could happen. Yeah. But uh, individual business people who know, understand, who love the arts and want to be supporters, they are there, they're very rare. I wouldn't say very rare. They're more rare than other kinds of businesses, which are sort of still in that kind of lockdown thinking. But just like with everything else, politics or whatever, once new people start coming in, even if it's new people within the family, things begin to change, things begin to loosen up. You know, it's like, you gotta be a little bit cool, come on. <laughs> so I would say year by year, it'd probably be easier, better, uh, a lot more accessible to be able to work with these businesses and these businesses being more open to working with you guys with creatives and, and things yeah. like that. So. And also straighten the community as well, the filmmaking community, let's say, our art community, this particularly here is the filmmaking community, comes together and work together and support one another. If we can be strong, then others will come. Gotcha. The other aspect is we are, it, it hasn't caught on yet, but we think that uh, for a business, participating in Sato 48, sort of pairing them with uh, uh, some filmmaking experts, you know, nobody can be paid, but people who know it, might be a fun, interesting team building exercise that you get your company together you know, and we might give them an editor or a director or something like that, or a camera person who knows how to do things. That and the, but then the team, the business team, would be responsible for coming up with the story, fulfilling the inspiration package, and as a team building exercise. But more importantly, as an example of what is in the real world, because the inspiration package is a bit like the client demands. Right? It's what is expected. Well, you can't just fulfill the client expectations. You have to exceed them. So it's not enough to just fulfill the inspiration package. You have to turn it into a story that people, again, will gasp, laugh, or cry at. Well, that is the same way that a business needs to, if I may, modernize is to go beyond the expectations of the client and and the customers and say you know give them a, a greater experience a more interesting experience in along with what along with whatever product or service they're offering and that is a learning process that is at the forefront of Sato 48 filmmaking 
And also that example doesn't apply only to business, it applies to the artist as well. Yeah. May you be the filmmaker, a director, or a uh, uh, actor or actress. If you can make your own reel, make it so that you can head a film team so you can get a five minute reel that you can use as your resume. Yeah, we see that a lot too. You asked about the filmmakers' reactions. The, um, a lot of times, People will come in as a single team, and the next year it's two teams. <laughs> well, and not, and it's not always necessarily because they haven't gotten along. Although people have gotten divorced, yeah. they have. They've gotten divorced, and somebody pushed somebody into the river and they died. That's not true, <laughs> but it makes good television. But what they do is they go, you know what? I have a little slightly different vision than the team did this year, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna fulfill that. And so that. But you know, that's what, you're, that's what you're looking to do. That's why you're here. Because again, we're not making widgets. It's your personal vision then that can influence an audience. And that's the... That has also been the other way as well. This year we did see some teams that came together. Yeah, like the best of. Like, ooh, that's a great editor. I'm going to get them on my team. Great cinematographer, great actors. And so teams are coalescing to compete, really, to make better, make better movies. Yeah. Have you guys thought about what's, uh, what's going to be different and new and sparkly for, for next year? I think this is the first time I've heard someone say, what's the inspiration package going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give us any ideas for the inspiration package because we can't use them if you give us the ideas. Fair enough. It's sort of like Lot it's not looking thing. back at his wife. You know, It's like, don't look back, don't look back, don't talk to us about it. Yeah. Um, well, we, well, obviously we're going to look to make the award ceremony an even bigger event. We'll you know, look at uh, different aspects of the moxie and making sure that the filmmakers, one of the things they hunger for is feedback. So we've got some, uh, something in the works to give uh, filmmakers more feedback. So that would be a great you know, uh, moment to introduce that in the 15th anniversary. And that you know, can be sustained and go forward. You know, our really long-term vision for Sato 48 is that it does for Springfield what True False does for Columbia. And if I may be so bold, what Khan does for Khan. You know, what uh, Sundance does for Park City, bring in people, become a kind of first look, like this is an exciting hotbed of new filmmakers who are proving themselves in a short format. But you know, many, many, many filmmakers that w whose names we know started with short films. And that's sort of a, a, a first step. And we would think that would be an exciting component of the Springfield scene is to have the film fest aspect, which is the moxie, the first look aspect, which is just the filmmakers themselves creating these things, and then the splashy awards ceremony uh, at the end. And then, you know, deals being made, people being starting to be tracked for their talent. Uh, you know, it's just that's really a, our long, long term vision. Yeah, the way modern technology is, as you see, your equipments are lots lighter and more, uh, more affordable. Uh, I think there, there's, filmmakers can make film anywhere where they are. They don't need to go to big cities where they are trapped. It used to be an old way, well, how the, in the old systems, you had to go either go to either coast to make it in the film. We want to make not that be the case anymore because of technology that made it affordable so people can make film wherever they can. Go if you want, but you can also be here. So if people want to contact you guys for, for anything or maybe even Sato, how can we do that? Go to the website, sato48.com, S-A-T. 
T-O-4-8.com, and you'll see a button there to contact, and it sends us a, uh, a message. Okay. It'll, it'll beep on our beepers. Yes, on our beep, not our beepers. Pagers. 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 <laughs> Pagers. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it for the win-win situation. Uh, I want to say a uh, special thank you to Jeff and Jaw for, for coming out and doing the show. Uh, good luck to them with their uh, 2020 Sato 48 year 15. Congratulations and uh, looking forward to not only seeing what you guys are coming up with, but also participating. Um, if you guys want to contact me, you can find me on Facebook uh, at Win Win Situation. That's N G U Y E N W I N S I T U A T I O N. You can also find me on Twitter, uh, Win Win Situation, uh, which is actually just Win Win Sit uh, without the uration. And then uh, if you want to catch my Instagram, you can also find me there at the win-win situation with the T-H-E above it. Uh, we will uh, catch you on the next episode. Ta-ta.